it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. We're back again. Yeah, huge again. John is gallivanting I'm somewhere. Really honest, I, I wanted to do this one. Might have something to do with the no, result. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's also <laughs> very true. Very, very true indeed. Day eight of the Cricket World yeah. Cup. I was not going to say it's the first big, big game, but it it was given how things have gone. It was the first game where it was not right. There needs to be a bit on show. Australia against South Africa. Um, well, do you want to run us through what happened? Australia here? came third. Out of two, <laughs> it was just yeah. Again, you. I'm going to bring up the controversy of your guys' uh, topics of you know bat first, bowl first. Um, South Africa were put into bat first. It was supposed to get easier as the day went on. It did not get easier, and I don't know if this is just because it's um, luck now, which the pitch was really strange. It did some weird and wonderful things. There was a ball today that uh, one of the Australian bowlers bowled that literally flew over the keeper, and it wasn't a bouncer. So there was some strange, some strange action on the pitch, but um, yeah, I mean South Africa batted really well. Quinton de Kock second ton, um, really interesting. I was looking at some stats about him uh, in his previous two World Cups. Uh, I think he batted for nine innings and seven innings in his previous World Cups, and he scored zero hundreds. He's come into his last <laughs> World Cup and he scored two from two. But what he's done is he's given himself a chance, hasn't he? I think this is like when we. We talk about the scores that are being made when we spoke about this bat first. The wickets, although there's been decent scores, I think it's because people have figured the wickets out fast and they certainly did in, in the England World Cup. Like Quinton the Cox got himself in both times. He's not been flying as in it by any stretch of the imagination of yours. And what he's got, I think he got 100 today about a run a ball in the end, didn't he? Yeah, maybe a smidge over. But, but yeah, so well played, Quinton. And then what well, happened? Temba Bavuma gave himself as much time as possible, scoring his 35 or 55 balls. I will say it was a very good innings, though. He absorbed all of the pressure when 
uh, the likes of Stark was swinging it around corners. Josh Hazelwood bowled really well. You know, I think I think those two batted really well. I think they, they only scored forty eight off the first ten, or maybe fifty eight. Yeah. But from my perspective, it was it was really good to see them absorb the pressure and then try and give the the middle order and the tail end as a platform to work from. Didn't quite happen that way, you know. That there was, you could argue there was what thirty runs left out there. Mm-hmm. Markram got out, you know, Clarkson got out, Miller got out, Janssen got out. Um, they really could have kicked on. And I, I suppose, looking at, again, my two-tier conversation that I've been having, the difference between Sri Lanka and Australia is the Australian death bowlers got most of the South Africans out. Um, yeah. Where the Sri Lankans, they, 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 you know, they became leather exporters and the ball was flying all over the place. <laughs> Back home for the Sri yeah, Lankans. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it looks like they all got in, didn't they? All the South Africans sort of top. Yeah. Six, seven, six got in, seven got in, got to 20, and then at decent rates, sort of, if you're looking down the bottom end of it, like Markram 56 at 127, Classen 29 at 107, Miller 17 at 130, and then Janssen, who's not kind of renowned as a batter, but he can't strike the ball no. 26 and yeah. 20. So you'd say they kind of all got in and didn't really. I mean, yes, Classen got out with Miller, yeah, Miller, yeah. Miller and Janssen. Sorry, both got out in the last over. Yeah. So it's it's one of those where I, you know, the South African top six have to fire. They don't have their finishers are in the middle order. Their finishers are, hmm. you know, Miller and Classen who are batting, you know, five and six, five and six. Yeah. So the the top order one to four. Has to build that platform. It's 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 just the way they play. I think you're saying that with a lot of balances, though, aren't you? You're saying that with a lot of the teams. Like they they seem to have gone slightly more bowler heavy and and tr- trust that top order, which I think is almost kind of leading to the fact that they're having to play in this kind of way. They're having to give themselves a sniff early doors, so get themselves in, and then go that way. Because if they lose three three quick ones at the top, you you then run in the risk against the spinners in the middle that they can tie you down and then you you're just in trouble. That's exactly what happened against the Australians. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, from what I was I was listening to it on the radio and they were saying apparently Rabada was different gear. Well, it started with Ngidi. I mean Ngidi he mm. bowled his four overs for four runs and took the wicket. So he had, you know, one four overs, four for one or whatever it was. And then Rabada yeah. came on, who replaced Janssen. Janssen travelled a little bit. He didn't. I mean, look, he was swinging it, but it was you know swinging into the middle of the bat. So effectively, yeah. Rabada came on. He, he Steve Smith hit him for three fours in his first over, and then the controversial LBW, which looked like it yeah. was missing another set of stumps, but somehow managed to clip or hit leg pole. I don't know. I think you can always judge these ones by how a bowler tends to have a decent yeah. clue. And I think with Smith now, everyone's seen that sort of length, top of the stumps kind of length, just angling back in. So Rabada acts like he knows he's bowled the right kind of ball, but not quite mm-hmm. got it right. And then Hawkeye seems to move everything about three stumps left. Yeah. The, the biggest shocks were, first of all, Stoyness, Smith and the umpire. They were trying to figure out how that yeah. was how that was hitting. <laughs> yeah, and and then it, that led to a, another bit of a, a shock when Stoinis was 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 well, 
Well, given Caught not behind. out, but then that decision was overturned. Yeah. What can, can you run us through that one? Yeah, strange. Bit? I mean, first of all, what a phenomenal take from Quinton de Kock. It was, you know, gain down leg, big full length dive, two hands to it, takes a brilliant catch. But uh, yeah. I. It, that doesn't make no, it no, out, no. though. <laughs> Interestingly, Stoinis was work, was walking off. He he knew that he gloved it. What he didn't quite know is whether his bat was in contact. Sorry, his hand was in contact with the bat or his other glove. Now the third umpire yeah. has apparently adjudicated that the bottom hand was still touching his other glove. I don't think it was touching the bat because we could see clear daylight between the bat. But wait, well, you can also see from that side-on angle that. They were looking at it. it was clearly not touching the top glove either. But when so. when the when the replay happened though, the third umpire gave him out as quickly as anything. It's like okay, yep, it's clipped his bat, he's out. And then they said, well, hang on, has Quentin de Kock actually courted? So he, they, the umpire is giving him out now, and then they go, well, hang on, yeah. did Quentin de Kock catch it? And then they go back to the replay and see Quentin took the catch clean, but nobody ever asked the question about whether his bat was on his hand was on the bat. So yeah, I, I, which apparently he was mouthing. But he was he was mouthing that concept. I think everyone was. Going, everyone was, yeah. <laughs> including me. I was like, "That's never out. Can't be out. His bat, his hands off." I think that he just got <laughs> one wrong, right? <laughs> well, it seems there seems to have been some stuff kick off with the with officiating in the last couple yeah. of weeks. We've had the Tottenham Liverpool debacle when people can't draw lines to tell whether players are on yeah. or offside. You've then had the some of the officiating at the Rugby World Cup, which has been interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And just when you thought cricket had got what football termed VAR, we call it a third umpire, it nailed. This happens. It has been very strange. But now I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna raise those two points and say, okay, Steve Smith and Marcus Stoinis, South Africa still won by 134 runs. Yeah, I, I think that's that's where it. When when I suppose Smith was what he was a third out. Yeah, third out of. You could there could be a potential argument there that Steve Smith, if they're fifty for two off yeah. ten, they're in the game. I always use I always use Marnus Lebeshane as a guide, and he definitely did not want to be there. It looked I mean, he scored his forty six off of seventy four balls. I just think that the South African bowlers today on that pitch in Lucknow were a different gravy. I mean yeah, but, but they did, by the sound looks of it, they did it by exactly what we were talking about last night, which is just running in and bombing back yeah. of a length and going, right, we're going to bowl at the top of the stumps and and that's going to be it. And obviously, I mean, uh, Janssen swings the ball from what I've seen with that, like the uh, the highlights of the, some of the dismissals. It was all that kind of top of the stumps, kind of top of fifth, sixth stump down the leg side for yeah. Steve Smith. And then obviously the, the stoutest one was top of the stumps again, Probably on the same line. It, it was probably exactly the same ball that got Steve yeah. Smith out. <laughs> it's, it's just Stoinis got a bit further mm. across. But no, it, I think for me it's sad that people are talking about that rather than how good South yeah, Africa exactly. were. Because from everything I've seen and every all the bits that people are talking about on the radio, South Africa were top draw and by the, all accounts have been in their first two games. Yeah. Um, you know, you'd, you'd argue sort of, okay, are they are they potentially in the top four. And I'm, I'm not saying that you win and lose a, you know, uh, or get a spot for the semi-final in after your second game. I mean, by, by no means Australia out. You know, the whole point of this 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 format of the Cricket World Cup is... Yeah, this nine-month yeah. World Cup is, yeah. It gives, <laughs> so it gives... It gives it gives the baby time to yeah, blossom, doesn't it? <laughs> so, so uh, you know, I, I don't think, I don't think there's anything too much to worry about. But 
I think a lot is going to be learned from the way that the South Africans bowled, the way that, you know, Ngidi, Rabada, I mean, Maharaj was phenomenal. The first time I've seen 40 dot balls being bowled, you know, yeah. Ngidi bowled 35 and then Maharaj bowled 40. So, you know, his 10 overs went for 30, taking two wickets, really, really good ball to get rid of Maxwell, caught and bowled, you know, turning mm. it square. So, yeah, I mean, it was just a, a clinical performance. You know, the other things that, that we need to talk about is Australia dropped six catches. The yeah, the fielding the fielding can't. was dismal. There was there was a, there was numerous misfields, and when you looked at the South Africans, you know you, you look at that as the third skill that that people try and master within cricket. South Africans were phenomenal in the field and catching. So I think in all three facets today, they, they, the, the South Africans outplayed the Aussies. They say that's normally a sign of something not being quite right in the camp, don't they? When you look at when Joe Root was coming towards the back end of his England captaincy and. Everyone was like, there's something not quite right. And England's fielding starts going, and they were shelling catches that slipped left, right, and mm. centre. They they sort of say when when the fielding starts to go off, because I mean Australia are renowned as one of the best fielding side sides in the world. All these all these sort of top five, six teams are excellent in the mm. field. There's not really a bad fielding unit within these most of the sides of the World Cup, to be honest. So for some someone to be dropping for a team to be dropping six catches, and like you say, some of the body language that they seem to be from some of the players yeah. today. That strikes me that somebody's not quite right. They've obviously got one guy that's not even in the country that's in the squad. Yeah. So this strikes me as, uh, as something's not quite not quite where it should be. I'm not going to say um, that we outplayed Australia, but I'm just happy that we beat them, put it that way. I wouldn't want to play them again because I think Australia are hurting. They've lost two on the bounce. I will say that they probably had the two hardest opening games against India and South Africa. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, out of the, every other country's two games. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they could, they could. You wouldn't be surprised if England, if Australia ended up seven and two, would yeah. you? If they went one and one, and which, if they do, puts them in a position to be, you know, possible semi finalists. Well, not only possible semi finalists, but you'd say with how the format is, they're they're they then be one of the four teams. Mm. And if there's a team that can do that, we know it's Australia yeah. with the, the players, that, some of the players that they've got, certainly in one-day cricket. Tomorrow, um, tomorrow is looking also like another cracker of a game, New Zealand versus Bangladesh. New Zealand scoring runs for fun. We'll probably get Conway's next 100 um, against the, the Bangladesh side. Yeah, I'm looking forward to, to watching. I, I, don't, I don't know if I've told you, I really rate this Bangladesh side. <laughs> um, You've told us numerous times, yes. Mate, this is... Uh, I hope I'm wrong, but I can't see that being compared. So, don't do you think there's anything um, to do with a Friday the Thirteenth that maybe Bangladesh have a shot? Potentially, <laughs> I think that would be their only yeah, hope. Yeah, that it's Friday the Thirteenth and something goes on. But yeah, I think yeah, I can't. I don't think they're any other than yeah, that. So. Just bit, for two reasons, really. One, obviously, uh, as we spoke about a few times, they've they're not the best at the minute. They rely so terribly, massively on Shaky Balasan, especially with the ball, which. When you're relying on your number four batter, and he was a reluctant, a bit more of a reluctant bowler with the ball, you, you're in trouble. They've got a Litton Das and Mushvika and some of these other guys that can score runs, but yeah, I just can't. I can New Zealand is far too strong for them, in my opinion. A banging form. Yeah. I've got New Zealand thrashing on Superbrew, by the way. Oh, I can't, let me let me just. <laughs> I think I think I went something. I might have gone New Zealand. I've gone New Zealand easy. Oh. By the way, did you know nobody picked today's result on Superbrew? South Africa thrashed Australia in Superbrew. None of us got it. Interesting, right? We all well, we were I mean, com, com, um, conservative in our in our. Yeah, 
poor results. Mm. Let's have a look. I've gone up one place. Well done. Well done. Well, should we end it there for now? And then we'll reconvene tomorrow. That sounds sounds good. Uh, I think it's probably me and you again Most tomorrow, isn't it? It's us until Tuesday, which is phenomenal. So <laughs> the end of the World Cup. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jono, enjoy your uh, golfing trip with Holty and Peps. Yeah, enjoy your golfing shenanigans. Uh, yeah, we'll catch up um, with you tomorrow, what, Robert. What? We will do indeed. Looking Still forward me. to it. Okay, mate. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.